Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Thursday, October 13th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, center Jason Kelsey. How's it going? Great. Who's first? Of the ankle. Ankle's good. Uh, still banged up, obviously, but um, feeling better every day. And uh, yeah, I think it's doing. I'm, I'm happy with where it's at. You got the MRI done on it? Did you have the MRI? I had an MRI on Monday. And uh, it's a sprained ankle. What's that? Did somebody roll into you? Or no, I step stepped on, on a uh, Cardinals player's foot while I was pass blocking, and it just—I've rolled that ankle a lot, so I just think I kind of have a propensity to roll it if it's put in a weird situation. Um, so it just, yeah, didn't take much. Uh, that's also a good sign, though, for the recovery aspect of it. Is once you've torn the ligaments in there enough, they don't react as much. So I guess that's the one silver lining. My ankles are weaker, but they don't uh, bruise up as much, I guess. You guys were um, blitzed a lot on, on Sunday. Yeah, we were. Um, and it wasn't as much, I mean, it was the most since the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's going to be a, a trend since it, it worked kind of effectively? Yeah, for sure. I mean, anything that teams have that is successful, other teams are going to replicate and try and do. Um, you know, we got to do better against the Blitz. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it's one of those things, especially when an offense is dynamic and is moving the ball effectively. I mean, defenses are going to do whatever they can to stop it, you know. So, um, you know, blitzing can be very effective. It's aggressive. But, you know, I certainly – I hope teams blitz because it opens up plays down the field. I've always uh, thought that that's something that you look forward to um, as a player is, uh, you know – when defensive coordinators are aggressive, it uh, can open some things up uh, explosively. So um, I think, uh, you know, we just keep got to get, get, keep getting better. And, uh, yeah, that's certainly something we've focused on. How's Jalen done in terms of taking advantage of those opportunities down the field versus the blitz? We saw it against Detroit. I mean, we weren't – we did a bad job of picking up the blitz against Detroit, and he was able to take advantage of it and move out of the pocket or throw it down the field. I uh, saw a huge play to Dallas Goddard towards the end of the game where they blitzed, and uh, he was able to deliver the ball quickly. We weren't picked up on that one. Uh, ran a corner cat four to a side blitz, and he made a great throw to Dallas right down the seam and uh, was a crucial, like, I think it was third and, like, 14 or something like that. It was a big play on that last drive to keep us going. So, you know, I think uh, Jalen's gotten better and better than that, obviously, as he's gotten more experience. And um, he's he's a really good player at uh, not just being dialed on in on his assignment, but also uh, being creative and, and creating things when they need to happen. In the Cowboys case... It- in the Cowboys case, please correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it seems their pressure is coming a, a lot with, with stunts and games up front. What are you seeing from them, and, and why is their pressure rate so high? Well, they do a lot of things. I mean, I think um, you know they, they clearly have great 
defensive linemen, and they feel confident rushing those guys, and in particular two edge players, you know, Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. So, um, you know, like most teams, when you're creating pressure with games and stunts and doing it with four guys, uh, you are going to keep doing that and putting more guys in coverage. And if sometimes that's struggling to get home, you, you rush more, you blitz more, because uh, you can't just let a quarterback sit back there and be comfortable. But they've generated enough pressure whether it's blitz, four down rush, I mean they're obviously good up front. So we got our hands full this week. Along those lines, I think I think they do. The numbers say that they do run sort of games up front more than any other team. Mm-hmm. What does that uh, from the flip side, like the blitz opens up big plays? What does that open up for you guys if they're doing a bunch of games up front? Uh, you know, I mean, I think. Uh, Games are usually things that happen in passing situations because you can lose gap integrity. Um, so obviously, Jalen being a running quarterback, you know, if a team's going to do games, that's an added thing you need to keep in mind about, you know, where somebody's got to be looping or having an eye on the quarterback, most likely. Uh, you know, the, it, you know, I think, um, you know, whenever a team's running games, there's uh, it's not as much there as if, they're doing a blitz, right? It's, it's not an aggressive defense. Yeah. Um, offensively, we just concentrate on passing those off, making sure that we're in balance and control. And if we can pass them off, uh, you know, we feel confident with our playmakers and quarterback will make plays happen. Jason, what's the, the best thing you learned from Jason Peters? <sighs> Man. Um, I don't know. I, it's hard to say, like, one thing. Um I'd say, you know, Jason was kind of like, um, yeah, let me think for a second. I want to make sure I answer with something good. Um, I think JP probably had the best, like, feel for the game of anybody I've ever played with. Um, I think a lot of players, and this is particular to like offensive line play too, especially like coaches have a tendency to be technicians. Like, you know, you, you, you take your first step and it's six inches over the lead board. Your next step is here and you boom, boom, boom. And, um, and that's good. That's a good base to have. Uh, but JP had just incredible awareness and feel for the game that, when he already had that foundation, it allowed him to take his game to the next level. And you saw it when you would watch film with him. He would look for things that other guys just would not look at. I remember we were getting ready for the Minnesota Vikings and Everson Griffin was like a perennial pro bowler and everybody's dialed in like, hey, we got to stop Everson Griffin. And three plays into watching film is, hey, don't sleep on 99 right now. Don't sleep on this guy over here. He might be the one that's going to give us more fits and end up being Daniel Hunter who had a breakout year, like 20-some sacks. And it's like the, I think we played him like early in the season. Like nobody really knew who Daniel Hunter was yet. And he knew just from watching a couple steps how he moved, how he used his hands, like little things that I think, you know, in the offensive line world, you get caught up looking at structure and scheme and technique and all these things. And he was able to just pick it out, out of the blue. And that's kind of how he approached being in this building it's kind of how he approached relationships. He was very much, um, uh, you know, just uh, like a presence. And um, 
you know, if I've learned anything from him is that don't get bogged down into, um, I'm trying to think of like the right word to say. If I learned anything from him, don't forget the fact that you're a teammate. You're, you're on, with a group of guys and we're out here doing this together. Like it's a, he was much more of a guy that like appreciated being a part of something. He always took under, younger guys under his wing. He always was out there trying to uh, help guys off the field. My truck's breaking down. Hey, man, I got somebody that, you know, can take care of your if, – if, what you got going on with it? It's making this noise, is this? I mean, he was, you know, less interested, in my opinion, about maybe some of the things that coaches are interested in and more interested about some of the things that make a team really close-knit and tight. You guys obviously have done the quarterback sneak quite a bit, um, probably to the point where I shouldn't even call it a sneak. But what, what makes it so effective? Like, I mean, I'd assume it's probably some of Jalen also in the offensive line. Like, why is that so effective for you guys? Well, I mean, it's an effective play. I mean, it's one of the highest success ratings, not just us, but across the league. You know, it's, um, you know, we, I think we coach it well. I think we have players that are willing to, execute the play and do it the way it needs to be done. Obviously, having a quarterback that squats 600 pounds helps. Uh, Carson couldn't squat 600 pounds, though, and he was just he was decent at it, too. I mean, I think um, if you run that play properly as an offense, I mean, it's – you should execute it most of the time. You know, I mean, you only need a yard. You know when the snap count's coming. Like, there's not really many reasons why it shouldn't work. When it doesn't work, it's usually because the defense sold out, all out to go get it. Uh, they they did a tremendous job of stuffing everybody and then even getting guys leaping over top of other guys. Like, so I don't think, um, you know, obviously we're, I think we coach it well and we do it better than most other teams, but I think most teams are going to be good at that play. So. I missed him a lot in training camp. I saw him a little bit, but obviously with the injury, I didn't get to go up against him much. Um, but I have gone up against him a little bit when we've had pads on on Wednesdays and O-line, D-line games sessions and when he's out on the scout team and stuff like that. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily like to evaluate too much on scout team because scout team, you're trying to replicate a lot of times what the other team's doing and uh, for a guy that's actually playing a lot in the game, uh, his focus should be on what's going to happen Sunday and less than that scout team rep. So um, I think I'm, you're just continuing to see a guy who's evolving his game. Um, you know, when he first got here, he was very much – and, you know, this is the progression it takes, right? They wanted him to be across the ball, physical at the point of attack, especially when you're head up on the center. You know, they wanted him to get into the center and create that knockback. And then he got really good at that. And um, and when you know it's coming, you can do some things as an offensive lineman to at least, you know, try and stop it. Um, but now you're starting to see some other moves that he's doing. He's, he's, he's been able to start hitting an edge with a power rip. He's, he's, he's gotten more moves into the arsenal, so you can't just hunker down on one thing. Um, you know, and in this league, you know, most guys are too good – if you can only do one thing, if all you have is a power bull rush, most centers in the league are going to be able to counteract that with 
uh, technique, leverage, and hand placement. Uh, but if I'm, if the center and offensive lineman is trying to hunker down against bull rush and leaning or whatnot, and all of a sudden you're hitting an edge and you're athletic enough to do that with uh, quickness, um, that's when it gets really hard to stop a guy. That's when they can do a little bit of all that. I'm sorry. When, when talking on the radio this morning about the fans, oh. um, you, you referred to them as um, extremely localized, diehard fan base. That's Us. Yeah. 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 Um, so looking at the, the state of Philadelphia sports right now, you guys are 5-0. and Phils are in the playoffs. Yeah. In first place in their conference. Sixers are starting next week. Everything's going very well. When it's in a state like this and you're a big contributor to that, how significant is it for you to contribute to the happiness of this family? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, this city loves its sports. And, um, you know, when the Eagles are playing well, uh, when I'm out and about, people for sure make me feel that. Uh, whether it's going out to eat with my family or walking down the street or going to a concert, you know, um, you can feel that uh, energy uh, emanating from the fan base. Um, I think there's like a, I forget what the statistic was, but I remember, you know, somebody in here brought it up like the, this is a terrible statistic, but like domestic violence charges are down after like uh, Eagles games. Like what is better than a feeling that you're contributing to lower domestic violence cases across the league, right? Or across the city. Um, it's a terrible stat, but to know that you're maybe making people happier so that they don't do terrible things, uh, you know, that's one of the powers of sports, right? We've talked about this before. Like, we're, we're kind of in the business of hope. And when the sports teams are doing well, when, when you know, the Eagles, Phillies, um, uh, you know, Sixers, you know, everybody's kind of going in the right direction. Uh, the city is going in the right direction a lot of the times. And um, growing up in Cleveland, you know, there's a lot of diehard sports fans in Cleveland. And I always felt like, you know, maybe if the Cleveland sports would have been as good as the Pittsburgh sports, we would have came out of the industrial kind of downfall better than we did. I don't know. I'm, now I'm dragging on a little bit. But I think uh, without question, yeah, the, the sports teams uh, – you know, the fans obviously have an effect on that and knowing as a player that you can make somebody's day better, that's a big reason why we enjoy doing what we do. Jason, what, does this game mean? <laughs> what does this game mean? This, this game, this moment, this yeah. game's playing really well? What, is it, what, what does this game mean? What does this game mean to you? Uh, big, big game, you know, big moment? Huge game, rivalry game, but I thought, I thought Nick had a great message in here. Um, you know, he... Obviously, there's going to be more energy for this game. It's a huge rivalry. It's a big game for our division, uh, Sunday night football. But, man, you know, we, you know, we're in this position because of what we do. It has nothing to do with the teams we play. It's how we prepare, how we practice, um, how we play for each other. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, you don't want to make the opponent – the focus you want to make uh, your teammates and your own self the focus, and um, so you know we know it's a big game. Uh, we're excited to play the Cowboys, uh, but m more than that, I think we're excited to continue to grow and and and, and play with each other. Have you seen that? have you seen Andre get better, especially in the time since Jordan won that job? Yeah, I mean Andre's continued to improve uh, from the moment he's got here. Obviously, when um, 
when you when you lose a competition, uh, and you s- usually tend to see guys go one of the other ways. Like you know, it's you lose hope and you know, kind of get your head down and you kind of stop working, or you continue to work and continue to try and be prepared when your opportunity arises. And I think Andre's done a really really good job of working. And I think if he didn't do that, Stout probably wouldn't let him <laughs> do it the other way. But um, you know, he's added weight, strength. He's continued to get, become a more powerful player and take away from some of the things that have been his weaknesses. Um, he's continued to get better with his technique and learn about the game. And, um, you know, when he's when his number's been called upon, he's he's answered the bell and then some. You know, he played a really, really good game against the Dallas Cowboys last year in Dallas against Randy Gregory, DeMarcus Lawrence, Micah, whoever he was up against. And, um, you know, that's not easy. And I think... Uh, you know, he's continued to develop and, and he's been a big part of our room and unit and team over his time here. Up next, right tackle, Lane Johnson. Uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we look forward to this every year. Uh, you know, they got a great defense, so focus on that. And I'm looking forward to this practice coming up. But yeah, anytime we got a, a rivalry like this, you know, so. Hard to replicate anywhere else. That uh, that defense it seems to me like they do a lot of things with four man, five man, mm-hmm. stunts. What kind of challenge are they up front, and is it more difficult, different than what you would normally face, or what is uh, it? Yeah, I mean it's got tremendous pass rushers. Uh, the Marcus Lawrence, uh, Michael Parsons, those guys. So usually they're getting home with you know four guys. So you know that's a defense coordinator's dream is to get home with with guys like that. So yeah, like I said, we got a. Um, you know, tremendous amount of respect for those guys, and you know it's going to be a tough challenge for us. Uh, they obviously like to play physical. I know Nick preaches physicality, and it's something you guys enjoy. Is that what we should expect to see? Yeah, I mean uh, we'll see how the game goes. Every game's a little bit different. Some games you pass more. Some games is more of a, a physical style running running game. But you know we'll see what happens. Next tackle Jack Driscoll. Yeah, I mean, they have a great front seven. You know, their whole defense is good, and, you know, especially in the D-line, they have a lot of great players. Um, so it'll be a good test for us. Um, so, yeah. Do they do things in terms of staunch twists, things of that nature, that are different or just more, I don't know, difficult than, than other teams? Um, yeah, you know, they run a lot of games, you know, a lot of two-man games, three-man games on the inside. Um, they do a good job disguising their stuff and uh, making it hard for us to know. But we know our coaches will put us in a good position, and um, ultimately, you know, that'll take care of it. Uh, atmosphere. What do you expect it to be like in the link with, uh, you know, you guys 5-0, 4-1, Sunday night, lots of time for fans to get, you know, into this one? What do you expect it to be yeah, like? it'll be exciting, you know, and for us, we just got to, you know, stay level-headed and just, you know, take care of business and, um, you know, do what we can do and control what we can control. Now we'll hear from running back Miles Sanders. Look forward to being uh, real excited, uh, you know, uh, with everything at stake uh, at this point. They're 4-1, we're 5-0. Uh, division game, division rivalry, uh, Sunday night, so it don't get no better than that. Uh, with me. with uh, Cooper under center, it seems like they've gone a little more just run game, sort of pull, rely on their defense, don't turn it over. Do you expect it to be as physical a game as you've played so far? Well, I expect it to be super physical, honestly. Um, like, just based off of what you just said, and, uh, you know, we like to run the ball too, so, and, you know, establishing a lot of scrimmage is something that we try to do each and every game. So, um, yeah, I expect it to be a physical game, just even just based off just because it's, it's Dallas week, so and it's a certain type of game. Um, Micah, to this point in his career, is it surprising to you the level that he's achieved already, or is this something you 
kind of thought and saw and knew from the Penn State folks? Oh yeah, uh, it's not really surprising. Um, kind of, kind of knew what type of player he was going to be. Uh, but he's definitely taking it to a whole new level. You know, um, uh, I never seen him. I never seen him play at DN uh, Penn State, so that, that was a little new to me. But I always knew that he could play a lot of positions, you know, just based off of high school. But but no, nah, he's a he's a great player. I love what he's doing right now. But um, we got to shut him down this week. So. How do you feel about the offense after five games? Uh, we're, we're pretty pretty solid offense. I think uh, pretty good offense. I'm not gonna say just solid, but uh, pretty good offense. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we need to clean up though. Um, uh, second half play is still still up there to, to you know improve you know just be a little bit more efficient in uh, second half and um, a lot of little stuff uh, third down uh, um, even fourth down because we like to take chances to four down four down drive sometimes and uh, just like the just little stuff that we need to just clean up on and you know um, and just keep grinding together. Does that excite you knowing that you average? 27 points a game, and there's still a lot of things you have to clean up. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely excited, but just gotta. It's just the fact that trying to, you know, stress the fact that we gotta, you know, fix this stuff and try to keep grinding and getting it better. Just because a good team's gonna beat us if, if we if we lack on stuff like that. As you assess, you go, back five, able, go ahead. Go ahead. If you go back five years, what was your first impression of Parsons when you stepped on campus? Um, he's a freak. Uh, I, I knew him before he got. Yeah, I, I mean, I know him before he um, got to Penn State a little bit, so just being a recruit and coming up there. But yeah, I already knew, I already know what type of player he was, and, and he's showing it. Honestly, he's probably uh, one of the best or top two uh, defensive players right right now. So yeah. As you think about the versatility of your offense, you know, it seems like if the run game's not working, you can go to various things in the pass game, and then vice versa. What kind of advantage does that give you, do you think, as an offense against uh, any defense you might play? Yeah, big advantage, um, just knowing, just keeping the defense on their toes, you know, not knowing what to expect, uh, not knowing how to, you know, stop this or stop that. Uh, no. Just, you know, just, um, and it's just up to us to just, you know, all of us be on our stuff because it could be anybody's best game uh, at any day. And that you, you, I think y'all seen that uh, since up to game six right now. So I think every game has been somebody different, you know, uh, that had a spotlight. And yeah, just it, it, it's exciting and fun at the same time. So yeah. Next, cornerback Darius Slay. But yeah, man, it's, it's amazing. You know, uh, like I said, I've never been a part of nothing like that. So uh, for the teams, for us to be. You no, know, doing what we're doing. Uh, the Phillies be doing what they're doing. You know, then the upcoming Sixers games coming up soon. Season finna start there. It's a great feeling for the city. I know it is, man. It should be a lot of love going around. I don't know what they call it, brotherly love. What you call it, brotherly love? Brotherly love going around. Brotherly love, sisterly love too. You know, they got the ladies out there too. So, brothers and sisterly love. Jalen says that he doesn't want to give him five and zero. Yeah, that's true. You, you seem to like to embrace them five and zero. No, not nah, as in like, yeah, it's a compliment, but I don't even really mean much to me either though. I just like to say it just because it be five and zero, you know. So I just like every five and zero. And if we, you know, up in that tier, I'm gonna be like, well, we is. But uh, yeah, it's not a big deal with me because I I be trying to go one and zero each week. So uh, I think the standard kind of like always start off zero zero every week, every Monday. I come here every zero zero. Race that we, you know, but overall picture, we know what it is, but I go into the week as a 0-0. Zero, zero. Slay, when you guys played Minnesota, did you get a lift from the crowd as you first came out, and do you expect a similar kind of lift and environment on Sunday? Uh, I'm always lit, so I ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? It's a game. 
Uh, I appreciate the fans a lot. You know, they do bring a lot of energy. But me, for me, I'm always going. Uh, I got, like I said, I got one of the best jobs in the world. National TV. My kids get to see me at home, yelling and screaming and all kind of stuff probably through the TV. So. Uh, but yeah, man, they, they bring a lot of energy for sure, though, man. Uh, I love the fans here, man. They loud, rowdy, and, you know, uh, they make a lot of teams feel uncomfortable. So did you get your ticket yet or are you going? What? On Friday? I mean, you know, we got a, they got all connection around here, so it's like we just pop up, you know what I'm saying? That's what I like about it, right? They don't say, hey, Slay, I want to go to this game. They be like, hey, go ahead. And there we go. Up next, linebacker T.J. Edwards. Uh, I mean, I expect the same. You know, I've been a part of this game for... Um, some time now, but honestly, for us, you know, our focus is on just playing a, a complete game. You know, and um, we still feel like our best ball is ahead of us, and you know, we're so process driven here that honestly, our, our focus right now is having a good practice and um, getting out there and putting our, you know, our best stuff on tape. From what you've seen from them, um, what kind of difference has Rush made? A lot of the guys are talking about protecting the ball, managing yeah. the game. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah, I think that's really fair. Uh, I think he's been just efficient. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's making the right reads. He's not. Um, he's not forced anything, and, and I think he's, he's got he can make all the throws and, and all that. So he's doing a good job, and I think they're they're playing well together right now. So um, you know we're excited to you know try to um, rattle him a little bit and um, see what happens. But it's a, it's a good football team, so we're excited. All right, to quote his favorite coach, his Giants fan, some of them out. Yeah, uh, Bill Parcells, is this kind of why you lift all them weights like <laughs> to play in this game? I mean, you definitely know it's going to be a, a physical game. You know, no matter no matter how you put it, it's going to be physical. So. Um, definitely not something we, we shy away from or anything like that, so it's exciting. But um, yeah, we just want to go out there and play our best ball, man. Not not get too involved in everything going on, and um, just realize it's, it's a big game because it's our next game and it's um, a division opponent. So now we'll hear from linebacker Hassan Reddick. All right, um, Rush Elementary. Tell mm -hmm. me about the experience. What was it like for you? Man, it was it was crazy. Like you know, went in there and just so many kids screaming, chanting. Mm -hmm. Eagles chance, uh, it, it was electrifying, to be honest. And, um, you know, I was just happy that I was, you know, I had the opportunity and the chance to do it. And it it just came out so much better than what I thought. It was great. So, obviously, I think it speaks to what you might expect to a very small degree mm -hmm. on a Sunday night. What um, do you expect Sunday night to be? Uh, like? if, it, if it's anything, <laughs> if it's anything, like how the, those kids were, uh, then I know it's going to be an electrifying night. Yeah, you know better than anybody what it means, Eagles Cowboys. Mm. Uh, what do you think it means to this town, and what does it mean for you to finally be a part of it? Oh uh, man, for the for the for the town, for the city, uh, it almost means everything to them. I, I I know how that goes, um, you know. But just for me, man, to be a part of it is just myself personally. I'm looking at it as another game, but you know, for the city to you know be able to come back home and be a part of a game like this, uh, you know, it's just, it's just truly uh, amazing for me. You watch any Phillies? No, I, I haven't been able to watch the Phillies, but I have been keeping up. Okay. And, I, and I know they're doing really well, okay. uh, very well. So, you know, kudos to them. Happy for them. Um, man, they got my support. I'm, you know, even though I haven't watched, I've been busy, but they got my support. I'm rocking with them, and, you know, I'm wishing them the best as well. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.